Don't want to board it properly. Like Give me a board. Okay. Yeah. Um, episode eight: uh, A different human design, life and business. Take one. Why is it like this? Instead of hate, it should be love, we invited. You don't agree, then you're the problem that we're fighting. Open up your mind, stand up, become righteous. Why? Why is it like this? Instead of hate, it should be love, we invited. You don't agree, then you're the problem that we're fighting. Open up your mind, stand up, become righteous. Hello, welcome back. Episode 8. Oh my god. Uh, every time I sit here, I'm more and more amazed that we are still sat here. And today, you make it I'm this so far. Oh yeah, well, I did. I always believe oh, I'm the optimist of the uh, of the pair. We are so lucky to have in the building today, actually in his very own building. Yes, indeed. Mr. Jim Shields in my house. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. In the house. Aww. Yeah. So, Jim, you know Lindsay way better than I know you. I've just got to know you in the last few, I'm well, we sort of... about an hour. You are so interesting and I'm so excited for people to hear your stories <laughs> yeah. and get to know you. So, Lindsay, Aww. I'm going to let you introduce <laughs> Jim. How do we know each other? We met um, when I first released Maga High, which I think was 2018 off the top of my head. It might have been, it was around there. And I was looking for a bit of guidance as a creative and I applied to a scheme that's run by, is it the Leicester Council? Uh, yeah. Um, and they put me in touch with Jim and we had our first meeting in a coffee and we just discussed all things creative and how I could create an income from my creativity was the kind of basis yeah. of that. I <laughs> received um, the book that you'd, you'd... I can't believe you've still got it. Oh, no. Well, actually, read you it. I mean, it's got annotations. In I can't it. believe how many in notes it. are in there. There's more notes than there is what, of what I wrote <laughs> in that book. <laughs> well, I mean, I found it really, really helpful and I think... What we understand now is our, the connection that I felt was potentially because we've, our brains are wired in yeah, similar yeah, ways. So yeah, yeah. for me, finding that kind of mentor and somebody that actually understood me was really um, encouraging. Because up until then, I found I go into things full of enthusiasm mm. and it's closed doors and misunderstandings. And oh. that connection is really important isn't yeah. it? when it comes to learning from someone. Also that inspiration that it's okay to be who yeah. you are, yeah. keep going, it, the right people will come to you and the right avenues yeah. will open up. And you, the more you get to know yourself, I'm a big advocate of therapy. No, Actually, we're all about talking about, no, talk yeah. about it. Yeah, no, <laughs> but it's important. I, I'm blessed with a fantastic therapist who um, I've been seeing her for about um, three and a half years. Yes, what type of therapy? Um, well, it's uh, well, she calls it talking therapy because she thinks okay. I'm a bit dim and I can't understand the proper <laughs> moment. A lot of uh, a lot of boxes of tissues involved. Yeah, um, yeah, and I can see why people. Um, maybe go into therapy and then think, nope, this isn't for me and Ooh. shut that door. Well, and you know, I, I think I, w I denied it for years. Mm. I was genuinely a kind of, oh no, I don't think uh, I've buried all that under 600 tons of, of military grade concrete. Right. I'm not going there. Yeah. You know, and that's what people do. Yeah. They think the yeah. way to deal with it is to just ignore it and put it in a box. Yeah. And actually that, it seeps out. It's like it's like toxic waste. Eventually, it'll rust and go into the river, and that's it. You know, therapy's been a really, really important kind of thing with the journey and the self discovery. And that yeah. when I read this book and found the part where you'd said about ADHD being your superpower, back then, like a couple of years ago, for both of us, ADHD was a huge superpower, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Um, and we still stand by that. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's that kind of journey through realizing the struggles and the strengths. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the more 
you don't you don't identify them as struggles related to ADHD. You mm. just think, oh god, that guy was really unreasonable with me, or that meeting was went. Why did that go so badly? Mm. And the other reasons why things go brilliantly. I remember being at a big creative pitch meeting where the client was a huge um, American mobile phone network, and this was a big job. And my writing uh, writing partner, my writer Rob, he and I pr- uh, create films together. Yeah. Um, we're in this scary situation where the, this board of people are looking at us waiting for ideas and we pitched oh this document it's terrifying <laughs> Anxiety and, then, and, and we did our tap dance you know and we pitched three ideas and they didn't like any of them and then he just sort of goes okay I guess you're on and he steps back yeah. <laughs> and I'm like okay or we could and then suddenly the ADHD brain kicks in and goes yes. you know and it's just and they picked one of those ideas. That, yeah. is, that is something I, I say so often. Creativity isn't drawing, it's not acting, it's problem solving. And when yeah. you've got an ADHD mind in your business, you will oh. thrive. Because this whole board, we've seen it so many times, a group of people, neurotypicals, they think they know everything, <laughs> coming up with ideas until you, you could just utter one simple suggestion and the whole room looks at you thinking, yeah. how did you think of that? And you think, well, it's the first thing that I thought of. I didn't try mm. hard. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. these minds are so useful. It's problem solving. And if you, I think it's, it's a combination. A I think we there's, there's a few things at work here. There is the idea to like have the Rolodex of ideas going really quickly. So there's a lot of options yeah. very quickly. There's also spotting patterns. And you will just see the problem in a different way. And you'll spot a pattern and a correlation or a, mm-hmm. I think there might be one. And you think, oh, actually, if we step back, we can solve all of this by yeah. changing this. It's almost a behind shortcut. Us. You know, it's, 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 yeah, it's like a shortcut. Yeah. So the pattern... The millions of ideas a second. And the adrenaline working yeah, in the five yeah. or flight type yeah, response like, Don't want to well. lose this job. Yeah, I'd better, yeah. you know, make yeah, something yeah. work. That, that condition of pattern spotting. Mm-hmm. You, um, I find that, um, oh, you know, in fact, it sounds really arrogant. I used to say I can see 15 seconds into the future. I sort of no, can't. I relate, do you know I what I mean? relate to yeah. what you're saying. I know that. I'm looking at these things and thinking, oh, this is going to go badly. Yeah. And mm. nobody else is bothered. And like, why am I spotting this yeah. pattern that's about to yeah. happen? Do you feel that makes you a good driver? Yeah, I do. I agree. I do, actually. Yeah, I mean, touch wood. has a perception in terms of driving. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. what people yeah. are doing before they've yeah. even you done it. You just have a hint. Even yeah. You even judge the type of car it is. Yeah. You go, that that we is not bought by... We yeah. shouldn't. stereotype. No, I know. Yeah, for sure. But statistically, you're probably right yeah. that this person isn't a confident driver or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Or we judge to keep us safe. It's a survival instinct. That's We exactly need to right. be able to judge. Understanding that we have them judgments and not letting them affect other people is a different thing. So Oh, it is, yeah. Stereotype all the way if it keeps you alive <laughs> so do you think that you're quite visually um with my adhd i find that details visuals i'm very pleased by visuals and i can yeah, get very yeah, stressed yeah. by visuals and things like that yeah th- yeah you can't leave it alone can you as well yeah, got, yeah. i can't let that go people used to say yeah. that's your procrastination that because i'd be like oh before i study or before i do this i need to sort this out and they're like oh you mm. just procrastinated no for me visually if that's not arranged how I need it to yeah. be arranged I yeah. won't be able to yeah. concentrate it's like organising yeah. my brain on the outside many years ago I had, I've had some fantastic mentors I've had two brilliant mentors a lovely man called George Smith in Manchester who was a drama teacher mm. and I worked for him as a part time job at the weekends as a court herald in a 16th century manor house which wow. meant I had to wear a doublet and hose <laughs> ADHD <laughs> people will have the <laughs> craziest careers by the way <laughs> and was, I feel like we need a picture of you I love that <laughs> job oh, I don't know I'll see if I can find one I, I might have burnt them all <laughs> 
Um, I didn't have great legs at the time. He introduced me to the subject of semiotics, which is the science and uh, um, of signals and signs and oh, indexes. Okay. It's about oh. assessing. So it's like very Sherlock Holmes. It's like yeah. looking at somebody going, oh, you've just had an argument at home and that's why you've come out. How do you know? Or mm. just detail, 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 detail. Yeah. yeah. And the semiotics, so I went into that subject head first. I've been sort of studying it in the background mm. for 20 years. That those patterns help me a lot in my job. Yeah. They help me describe creativity to people. When people go, "Why is it like that?" You can go, "Okay, here's ten reasons." Because the semiotics helps you. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if you think of um, like if you're designing a healthcare logo, it's got to be blue or green. I remember a client that um, not my client was offended. Was that? Oh shit! I better I better kill that. <laughs> what, what is it? It's the dishwasher telling me it's finished. Go on, get the dishwasher. Oh, <laughs> right. They're going to keep doing it to remind you. <laughs> go, um, hello, it's very needy. Yeah. It's a very codependent relationship. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving it in there. That's the only. Thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's an old staff are out today. Aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the team. Yeah, that my entourage. Oh, semiotics. Hanging yeah, on so. to every yes. word of that. Well, well the, the, the process of studying semiotics has meant I've got a language to tell, to pitch ideas. And also got, um, you become hyper attuned to mm. things in the frame because I spend half my life just looking at a monitor. Yeah, right. And right. also helping the actors get to the place where they need to be to give a performance. All of that is semiotics. Wow, okay. It's a look, it's a micro expression. Yeah. It's a, you know. It's the wrong tie. It's the wrong... That guy in that role would not have that briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> and it's little things that will annoy people like you watching it. You'll be like, hmm. You yeah. Know. <laughs> see, I, see, I yeah. did film studies and, and I always accredit that to ruining... I can't watch films now because every single film I watch, I'm like, well, that wouldn't happen that or wouldn't they're happen. doing nothing. <laughs> that or, uh, and you know this semiotics thing? That's the first mm. time I've ever heard that word. So I'm mm. definitely going to be looking up. Yeah. But for me, background, so, my background thing, like you said, you've got that just yeah. these background interests, has been intuition. And what you're yeah. talking about is very kind of, it's, it's same thing maybe or similar. It, it is taking your intuition and applying a framework to yeah, it. Yeah, actually. So it's like it's turning it into a science because mm. it's, it's saying, you know, look at all the things that, all of the millions of creative decisions that have gone before and you'll see a pattern. And you go, that's why healthcare equals blue cross or whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, food, fast food is red and yellow. It just is. Um, and people try to break that at their peril because everyone else has learned those systems. Uh, there was a, that's why Japan was so, I've been to Japan recently, just yeah, throw that yeah. in, throw that in. <laughs> uh, and, and, and the systems there are different. And that's the message because it's a completely different planet culturally. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But I there was, that it's extremely clean. It's amazing. And, just Every, everything works. You get a family going out shopping. It looks like they've had a team of stylists on them before they left the house. You know, the hair, everyone's perfect. And it's wow. been, it's been color schemed and it's like color me beautiful before you walk out the door, you know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Just everyone looks so stylish. And everyone's a supermodel. It's like, there, I, I think there were, I didn't see any people who could be considered overweight. Yeah, it's like they're doing capitalism correctly. They are actually. And they, they, I mean, they've got their own, they've got all the problems, mm. but, but you know, from a, from a, sustainability point of view and all sorts of just everything is just so beautifully put together and makes sense you know even the toilets that wash your bum yeah. very amazing that we was need a, that kind of look that was a shock that. i wasn't expecting that <laughs> oh 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 <laughs> yeah, no um the, the the whole thing about japan was it was just so beautifully but they've been changed but the systems were different yeah, yeah so the semiotic system of so a taxi had, had a green and a red light, and I just assumed that red means you're taken and you're not available for hire. Yeah. It doesn't. It's the opposite. Wow. Oh, my God. Some yeah. guy told me, he said, no, when they're red, you can just do that. 
oh, when they're green, they're carrying on, they're on a job. Isn't that like, no, that's nuts. Yeah, that is really interesting. we almost rely on these signals, don't we? Like yeah, red being well, danger, sure, being a... Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know, Morning. it's quite interesting in terms of the creative industry because one of the things that I've always said, my failure and with the books and things like that, because mm. so many publishers kept saying, but nobody's reading this. I purposefully break those rules oh. because I've learned them in film studies and then I read uh, a lot. Yeah. I was like, I'm not following this convention anymore. I'm fed up with reading the same. Although I like that pattern and I like the familiarity, I also wanted to provide something new. And now you're making me think there is, I am going wrong with that. Yeah. Because, yeah. Of, or, or maybe I'm trying they, to Because everyone out there has learned, yeah. learned the system. Yeah. Fonts, really important. Fonts, yeah. vitally important. So tell us what you do in terms of the production side of things. Because we've okay. touched upon, like you just mentioned something about being on set and things like that. Uh, and yeah. obviously we've got this yeah, lovely... We missed, um, we missed a bit out. Yeah. So like, <laughs> in terms of like what um, you produce or what you help the help people to take from your work okay um okay so i'm a filmmaker uh, my job is creative director for twist and shout communications and we're a film company and have been for 30 years uh, about three years ago we were acquired by a training company to make uh, innovative films that help change employee behavior in companies so that's that's my job i love that job i love the idea that you can just make stories and now people look at the stories and now they do things better yeah. And that's very simple. That's that you what can I, improve somebody's yeah. uh, anything. Uh, anything, a story. yeah, through a story. Because we're hardwired to remember stories much more powerfully than a list of things on a PowerPoint slide or something Definitely, like that. Definitely, yeah. So the storytelling thing is is deeply rooted in my background in theatre and all of that stuff and, and uh, TV production. 30 years ago, I started a company called Twist and Shout Communications and a film production company, video production company. Um, we did a lot of corporate work. In fact, it was nearly all corporate work. And we developed this idea that if you were to do stuff that looked like TV, employees would watch it mm -hmm. because they watch TV when they go home. So that's <laughs> what you're competing with. So we developed our skills to get better and better and better at matching the quality of television where we could. And um, we do a lot of internal communications for employees where our stories help them change their behavior. They just remember it better through yeah. the story. And it's entertaining. Mm -hmm. You know, for any of you who've sort of sat in front of a training film. It's right, the worst so, part oh, of starting oh, a job, isn't you know, it? You so, always consider not starting. Oh, yeah, just so down to watch the health and safety video or whatever. And it's been that same video since the 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's incredible. That Peter Purvis is in it off Blue Peter. Like, um, you know. Uh, so. I think I'm sure I remember that when we met I'm sure you showed me an example of one of these films and, and it's I, it still stuck with me now because it was almost like an, watching an episode of The Office yeah oh that was yeah Restricted Intelligence that was yeah it. but the, learning about the you know the things that could go wrong within The Office how to be yeah. a, yeah. a safe a safe work but it, but it was a sitcom yeah and yeah. it was yeah. brilliant and you know that stuck yeah. with me all, them, yeah, all of those great. years kind of thing so well, that's, that's what we do you can remember I can remember I remember a joke I was told 30 years ago because it made me snort coffee down my nose you know? <laughs> uh, it's a visceral reaction yeah we have, definitely we have like visceral memory which is emotional yeah. Yeah. oh wow you know that was yeah. funny or whatever and then we have logical memory which is oh yeah. god I remember these six bullet points oh no you know and yeah. that's harder to embed uh, and so yeah. we're, we're just playing to the visceral memory all the time yeah we were talking weren't we I, I did a memory course with my dad ages ago it was mm. sold on the tv it was a really strange thing but it was actually really <laughs> helpful and it, mm. I remember forever that it taught me if you relate something a funny story or a scary story you've got 10 yeah. times more chance yeah. of actually remembering it mm. because it latches on to those deeper like visceral feelings like you said yeah and, and the story structure is what we're sort of hardwired to remember yeah because before they had IT generations ago to stop your kids running off into the woods they'd 
we have witches and goblins who are going to eat you. So <laughs> yeah. I'm scared the bejesus yeah. out of them, like we're not going in the woods anymore. You didn't have to watch them all the time because they had the stories going around. The heads like we'll just get eaten by the goblins. Yeah, yeah. you know, and that, that's why that's why we're. I think that's why we're socially hardwired to remember story structure. And well, that, even you think. Um, all the ancient stories and the ancient history was all passed down. Yeah, of course they didn't. They didn't have hard drives, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you know, it's, it is. It is hardwired into our culture yeah. as human, the human but, race kind of thing to communicate yeah. via story. And if you go into cultures like uh, in uh, you know, villages in um, I don't know South Africa, uh, they there are um, people who wander from tribe to tribe and put on a play. Oh, yeah. That, that, that tells people about what's happening in the world. It oh. might be sort of a news yeah. report, but it's a story. And there's other things <laughs> as well, so like health fun. messages. Yeah. There are theatre companies specialising. It's a bit like theatre and education, yeah. but in a very energetic and musical sort of way. It's very different. Um, that the, these, It's the same principle where you, you travel this story through the land and people remember the story. Because they're not literate. Yeah. I've just got visuals now of watching the news and the presenters have now got to act out the story <laughs> rather yeah. than present yeah, it. Yeah, go on, let's role play this. <laughs> Yeah. It's very, yeah, yeah. If you look at TikTok, the way they're getting people's attention now is actually having two videos on the same screen at the same time. And this is the neurodivergent society of, <laughs> so yeah, you'll have someone talking like you were a normal TikTok video and right below it will be like a kinetic sand video yeah. or someone playing a video game. Or because, making a cake or something. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it, otherwise people are realising that the younger generation are just skipping. They don't want Well, I was told that if you've got sensitive content, this fools the algorithm as well. There's another reason. There's... The, the reason it fools the algorithm is because they understand that young people are more engaged with it. So if they uh, can put that more in front of you, then that makes them look better. Right, so okay. yes, in turn. Okay, all right. It's a cheat sort of thing. Yeah, okay, cool. So that's, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the storytelling. So we make films for storytelling. <laughs> three, years, th three years ago, we got acquired by a training company in Florida, um, and they uh, grew really quickly, and we pitched them an idea of a drama series, so not a comedy this time. Yeah. And this is, and that's uh, the, this is the inside man. Sure. Plug, plug, plug. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm plugging it for because as an individual, you can't get to it. But yeah. if you work... It makes it even more like, oh, now I really want to <laughs> yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's so it's, it's a, a secret club, yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. We've had uh, employees that have become such fans of the this, this series. They've left, gone to another company and persuaded that company to, uh, to enrol, yeah. you know, to, so it's, yeah. to subscribe. And that's it's, such um, a clever business model that you've but, yeah. stories are powerful people get upset they chase the IT guy get down the corridor going when's yeah. the next episode coming out I need to know that's great you know, well, there was riots in the street when Deirdre went to prison yeah, on Eason Street ages ago it's so powerful. yeah people really get invested yeah, they do. if you can turn like a Breaking Bad situation into oh like The Wire or something into a yeah. boring training video but actually yeah. really well the, 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 tr the trick really is. is to is to make the, the subject the backdrop and put humans in the foreground because yeah. it's really a show. Everyone says, what's the show about? I say, it's really about family. Yeah. This guy in the middle is our hero. He is Mark. Mark is um, neurodiverse, very much so, and is the genius hacker. Fantastic. Was a bad guy in season one. Spoiler alert. Becomes <laughs> a good guy. Yeah. Has a kind of epiphany and realises that he's hurting people. Oh, no story on uh, it. So it's great. Well, I mean, that even that... Even that's kind of real life, isn't it? Yeah, because we were speaking definitely. about how when we're younger, and we did this with identity, that you might try out identities, as it were. Mm -hmm. And with the ADHD, I certainly, I went through like a thieving stage, like <laughs> which now I understand was Me my thrill-seeking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and what I mean, the reason I'm bringing that up is mm -hmm. because like this guy... You kind of do these things, realize that's against the law, and then you have this part like this 
that Definitely. power kind of struggle in your mind of mm. do I want to be that person yeah. or have I got to really or fight this lead, edge? You know. and how yeah. many of these people go undiagnosed because they left school at 16 and their yeah. parents have got maybe like a garage job for them especially males mm. that end up in prison yeah. or in hospital yeah. before they actually realise that something the could whole, have been done yeah, yeah. and they could have easily stayed the in school. The whole criminalised thing really stresses me out because obviously yeah. the, the industry I work in as well, like bringing young people up and mm. through and trying to get them work ready and you feel like you're banging your head against a brick wall because you just think their path is already, there's so many markers to push them towards yeah. a criminalised yeah. addiction, yeah. marginalised society, mental health problems, and you just think, no. And these stories could be so powerful yeah. even for that, couldn't they? Yeah, I mean, it says yeah. along the top, I don't know if you've read to see it, yeah. but fake, fake life, real consequences. And I just mm. think that is such a brilliant way to approach <laughs> things because, you know, mm. how else? Because... The thing I battle most is teaching young people to have an old head on their shoulders. Hindsight is a oh, brilliant oh, it's, it's lesson. It's almost impossible. I mean, yeah. depends what age they are as well. So, yeah. Because yeah, obviously they know everything at yeah. 16. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah. So the the thing is then, so you're um, a film uh, yeah. producer, but then when we director, we've spo- director yeah, yeah. sorry, and then when we've spoken, there's also it right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> God, to be honest, producers have got a worse job. They have got the spreadsheets and the logistics. That is not me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so where I was leading with that is, you've also got comedy in your background, singing in yeah, your background. Yeah. First line of the blues is always sung a second time. The first line of the blues, yeah, is always sung a second time. So by the time you get to the third line, you've had time to think of a rhyme. Obviously, mentoring people and um, and training people. You've got wardrobes in your kitchen all the way through being upside We weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> there are so many aspects to say, but I actually want to meet every single one. So please, <laughs> do not stop. Multiple personality. Yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. Now, the, I, I think, and again, learning as you go on and through therapy, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but... Um, learning why you do things is so important because it puts it into context and on the good stuff you think oh it validates it and on the bad stuff it thinks I'll try not to do that because I know why I'm doing it mm-hmm. but the singing and the comedy and all of that getting on stage and performing is partly um, I think sensory seeking getting that rush yeah, yeah, is it? yeah. it's getting that massive dopamine hit Oof. off an audience clapping and laughing at you yeah. it's like Fantastic. oh it's the best so the clap I mean, every any comedian will tell you that's a hard thing to achieve as a, mm. as a new stand-up com- comic. Oh, stand-up there, it is, yeah, yeah. That's you've won if you get a clap. Yeah. yeah. So your term of co- your type of comedy is you you, you stand up and you was, again within the film uh, role, filmmaking. Oh well, it affects both. I with my um, friend Rob, we created the world's first sitcom about information security, which sounds like a dull subject, <laughs> but it's not. It's a proper it sitcom. Amazing. It's funny. Um, and so that was comedy writing and development there. Uh, we're, we're still making comedies. We do a series called Clickbait, which is a sketch show. Nice. Again, or just uh, set in, you know, it could be in at NASA or a medieval castle. It's great. Sketch shows can go anywhere. How do you cope with um, rejection sensitivity then and doing stand-up? Because this oh. would be my, I'd be like, oh, crying. Like. <laughs> it's oh. the reason I barely do Well, anything, when you actually. die, you die big with it. I believe with ADHD, I think you die in a big way. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Everything but, hurts, doesn't it? It's like uh, everything might feel good, but it also I hurts. I think, though, um, yeah, because the panic sets in. And then 
um, it's like you had you had your set all mapped out and somebody's thrown the tray up in the air. So that's all <laughs> yeah. gone because you panicked. Oh, and I've, that's happened loads of times. The number of times in, in, when I was in musicals, I would go be waiting in the wings to go on stage. I know I'm going to go on and sing a big solo song in front of 500 people. Uh, and uh, I'm <laughs> ready. I've rehearsed for months. I've got it down. And as I step into the light, my ADHD brain goes, oh, you know, there are several options here. <laughs> what? No, they're on. I've learned the song. And they're like, no, let's try something else. Let's freestyle. I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. no. It's, it's no. literally, you know. Yeah, it's all the voice going, hey, let's, let's try something else. Let's try some hip hop. No, this is Hello Dolly, you know, or whatever. Yeah. That is <laughs> definitely the impulsivity, isn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, there's a, there's, yeah. you're drawn to that yeah. impulse. It's terrible. Oh, my God. It's almost a magnet, isn't it? Your brain's mm. saying, no, don't do this. But oh, I'm doing it. I, yeah. <laughs> I love that internal battle and hate yeah. it at the same time. It's just such a love love hate relationship. I have to overlearn things. I find it. I do find it quite hard to learn things anyway mm. because it's just getting patterns into my head. And songs, a song is a pattern. Yeah. Um, the emotion carries me through. The story carries me through. So I always yeah. think of it from a story. That's why I like story songs so much yeah. because it's a logic agree. to it. Does that make mm. you like a musical theatre? Definitely, massive musical theatre. I'm a huge, huge. All right. drama. Kid. We will bond over this. <laughs> <laughs> my dream is to make my own modern um, musical. Oh, great! Um, one of my favourite musicals ever is, a guy, is from a guy called Todrick Hall. He's yeah? huge in America. Oh, is it? Um, go on, what's this? Straight show? out of Oz. Yes, yeah. I've got a friend who's um, Wizard of Oz, Oz obsessed and told me about that musical. It sounds amazing. It's fantastic. It started off as just going to be a visual album, and he realised how he, he literally made it all in a week. Oh. He was writing the song and then the next day they'd record the video and someone would be mixing the tracks. Oh and about God. halfway through the week, he was like, I'm killing this. I'm going to turn this into a complete yeah. stage show. And he funded it all himself, oh, got wow. like RuPaul and certain people to invest in I bet it. he's neurodiverse. But yeah. It, oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> it is fantastic. The whole story is basically he uses the Wizard of Oz aspects to tell his story of coming out. Oh, as a black oh, young kid and oh, it is incredible very nice oh. I will definitely send it yes please I'd love much. to see it that's one I haven't heard actually so that's great Just actually, um, I feel like you can help me make it if we can ever make a, a musical that oh, would be incredible definitely yeah no I'd love to be involved yeah Fantastic. do you do you find that you when you meet people you think in your mind you're like they're definitely ADHD or they're oh yeah no <laughs> I do actually I do um, um, uh, yeah the, mm. I've met people through my job yeah, where I yeah. thought Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, and you don't know what to do in that situation because you don't. Some people would react badly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here to tell people I'm not, what they not, are. I'm not a qualified uh, that, psychotherapist. That so. mental note of like, hmm. Hmm. but it's interesting, isn't it? Because you partly this platform is is all about that kind of the the signposting and and capturing those people that are spinning and going, oh, mm. something's yeah. not right. That don't know what, why, yeah. Or, yeah. or don't and they know that they've got mental health problems. They know that they've got sensory issues they know they've got problems in relationship they know they've got problems at work yeah. but they've not, but they've not made connected the connection all the dots. yeah that yeah. it's all yeah, yeah. to do with adhd it's not Definitely. it's not separate issues yeah. kind of thing yeah and there's a lot of stigma it's still a lot of stigma attached yeah. to mental That's health it. that people can't talk about it and it's such a shame it really is i think i say it again and again women are, I, there's equal struggles in with gender equality but men have a, such a harder time talking about these things and it feels like there's a, a battle at the minute with this toxic masculinity yeah. versus yeah. masculinity and understanding yeah. the difference and it's almost like a defense mechanism and this anger towards the woke realizing oh. that it's actually 
this the men that are ruining it for themselves. Yeah. Just, I want to I want to learn yeah. what is that golden ticket to get through to men because it's not Jordan Peterson. No, it's not. Joe <laughs> Rogan I can listen to, but you can't take him everything he says as facts because half of it is just pulling yes. out of his side. He's doing a good <laughs> yeah. job with him. A lot of my kind of like you say manly male friends mm. are listening to Joe Rogan and they're starting to cold shower and they're starting to um, really think about. They must be thinking about the fact that they feel depressed or that there's something different because they're talking yeah. about micro doing oh, wow. Why are they they're applying these like bro therapy yeah. things <laughs> to it? If you're yeah, like, why bro would you? Science. Why should it be different? Oh, I'll do a cold dip. I'll do the sensory tank. I'll do this. And it's like, just go to just, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> just talk to someone. Just talk to just someone. Just talk to someone. Just yeah. realize your toxic traits because there's going to be multiple people in your life that are affected by you yeah. being yeah. this way. Yeah. Absolute and game changer. Self make more important. Um, mm. it, it, it is a game changer, yeah. a lot. I, I'm more aware of how I am yeah. than I've ever been, and it's so helpful. Yeah. And you can anticipate things, and you can plan a little bit, and you can try to just make sense of, you, you know, used to just get sad over certain things, whereas now I can think, oh, I know what that is. You know, and you, you mm. join the dots. Yeah. And it just gives you a little bit of context and a bit of validation. You think, actually, there's nothing you could have done about that, maybe. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. it's not it entirely your scary. fault. Yeah, definitely. The understanding knowledge is, is power. And, yeah. you know, it definitely motivates you to do something about it. And You can just harness it a little bit. But yeah. can't, you can't necessarily change that you're going to have that um, over-the-top reaction to something. Mm. But you're prepared for it. You know you're going to do it. Yeah. Or you know why you've done it. And it just gives you that little bit of extra comfort kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I understand the fear about somebody who thinks they're maybe a little bit different and they don't want to address it. Yeah. I understand that because, you know, hand on heart, there have been instances where, you know, somebody uh, that, you know, you you meet, uh, starts to, you, you're open about it, so yeah. you talk about it, mm -hmm. and then they go, oh, right, okay, it might be something like a job or a relationship or something like that, but you start to talk about it, and, then, and you're not quite sure how it's going to land because mm, yeah. some people will be like, oh, you know, this is going to be great, we have all sorts here, or some people might say, okay, all right, well, we'll let you know, and deep down they're like, that's trouble, and that yeah. that's a shame. That's just education, but um, I've been in that situation. Fully, and it, it, it cuts to like the core part of us, oh. doesn't it? It makes us feel like we've do actually got it. something <laughs> wrong with us rather than <laughs> society has labelled me with this issue and I've got to somehow navigate it in this normal world. Sorry. No, oh, no, no. Um, you know that this idea that the wrong thing isn't... Um, <laughs> this is where uh, I was yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Did like... you see that documentary with Rory Bremner? Oh, my God. He made a documentary oh, about ADHD. Rory he's right? the, he's, the, the impressionist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rory Bremner did a documentary where he established, talking to anthropologists and other scientists yeah. and behavioral ana analysts, that there's evidence to suggest that um, people with, who are neurodiverse were necessary part of the tribe because yeah. they would go and find new pastures where there were new resources. Mm -hmm. um, most people were frightened of going past the boundary that they'd set. And there was always this lunatic. They go, I'll go. Hey. That and then, me. Yeah. That is always and they, me. I'll and, do it. And, and admittedly, now and again, one of them would get eaten by yeah. something. But, um, <laughs> but on the whole, as a strategy, they would find the river or they would find the, where the fruit was growing. Or, or was something. They'd, they'd find new resources. Mm -hmm. they'd, go, they'd swim out into the sea and, and you know, all sorts of stories around. Uh, he, he just established this idea that this was a necessary part of society yeah. to function. And I, um, survive. I stand behind that completely. I've, yeah. I've put that theory out there a few times that 
actually it is a necessary part of progression and it's our brains that are doing those things those yeah. wild yeah. things that yeah, sometimes yeah. aren't landing and aren't working it's but sometimes do that's the nature of it yeah. yeah it's a modern understanding of these terms like i always say procrastination if you ever feel like you're embarrassed about being a procrastinator <laughs> just knowing the fact that during caveman times that is the gene that kept us alive <laughs> because it stopped eaten. you just running yeah. out to that tiger with no preparation you thought actually I'm going to hang back here a little um, bit longer I'm going to make sure this spear's a little mean, sharp yeah. I'm going to wait till they move on exactly let them, yeah. let them get the first lot like yeah, <laughs> we yeah. full up after that or whatever yeah, it is. see I think this 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 point as well I went to a seed talk in Leicester um, and on, on stage the guy was absolutely fantastic it was that Professor James um, on, from the mm. ADHD adults and he raised the point about the caveman strategy thing yeah but he, but the angle that he'd taken and i was really like i wanted to shout out and he had said we could shout out because we're all <laughs> ADHD we're all gonna do it yeah, yeah. i was on my best behavior for some reason um and he had said about that he, he didn't think that that theory was correct but the angle that he'd taken on it was that you know uh, adhd is good for hunter gatherers because we had all this energy mm. and he was saying but that's the thing as a hunter, as a hunter gatherer, we wouldn't have had the focus. We'd have been wandering off, and yeah. I was like, "No, that's the point. That's that the is point the of point." Wandering we, off, we yeah. were the inventors or the yeah. ones that would watch something being done day in day out and go, "Why are you doing it that way? Mm. Why not try it?" We this would way make a ruckus. Or... We would make a difference. Yeah. Exactly. So there'd probably only be kind of five ADHD brains to every fifty. Yeah. Well, that's all you need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, but then that that um, and again, that's what we mean by diversity, mm. isn't it? Exactly. That a room with a diverse mm. amount of people is going to come up with more yeah. ideas than. Yeah. Unfortunately, we see in this group as less than and worthy. Yeah, society. rather than rather than the jigsaw piece that fits with everything else. Yeah, you know, um, we're all pe like obscure pieces all fit uh, together. I hope we get there. We... I do because having yeah. two children who are neurodiverse, mm. seeing their educational journey was horrendous. Yeah. Bless them. And we, we didn't know they were undiagnosed, and yeah. but but basically, it was missing the school system. Mm. Oh my! Oh, oh. Don't time and time again. Sorry, yeah. I don't know what to say. I don't want to be rude. But. No, well, um, I mean, no, I, no, I've no. worked in education for well over ten years now, and it breaks my heart how many times I hear the same story. Yeah. And yeah. I, I genuinely get to the point where I'm like, who is it working for? Yeah, I support that many families and young people that it's not working for yeah. at all. Definitely, yeah. and. I think what we're doing is creating this mass approach that doesn't work for anybody. Definitely. No, um, you know, we weird. need a bit more individuality, yeah. in, yeah. an individualized approach. Type the, whole, the whole nature. I mean, it's thrown education into question with this all recent um, artificial intelligence chat GPT thing. Oh yeah. Uh, that the educational establishments are terrified of it because when you tell somebody to learn some facts and regurgitate an essay based yeah. on those facts, chat GPT can just do that yeah. in 10 seconds. Yeah. Uh, so what is the point of you having to regurgitate that content? And that's all it that's, is about is regurgitating. All it is. Wasn't it Einstein that said that what's the point in retaining knowledge that you can, you can get from a book? Yeah. yeah, that's it. He did say that and, and it's pointless. It's very counterproductive, isn't it? Because... You know, like you say, you, you just return to that thing when you need it. Yeah. Like, rather, you store the things you need. Yeah. I mean, we're going slightly off track at the minute, but the thing that frustrates me the most with education is we are not teaching anything that's relevant. No, we're it's not. It's so irrelevant. I mean, I was teaching English the other day, and I've got this the four creative brains in my class, and all of them with reading ages of about a seven-year-old and writing age about the same, but they're 15, 16, and they're, they're creative. They want to do yeah, something, yeah. create something. And instead of me allowing them to just go with it, I've got to teach them the oh. difference between compound sentences, complex sentences, oh. and simple sentences. Because they need to be able to regurgitate yeah. the difference between those three to types of sentences so just to get the yeah. qualification. But shouldn't it be enough that 
being you know producing something whatever you're yeah, producing yeah, yeah. that should be the evidence kind of thing well, but yeah very very uh, backward like, well, you, you very come across probably Sir Ken Robinson who did that amazing video that, that schools are killing creativity I remember it's it. amazing one of the most popular videos on YouTube yeah. and he wrote a book called um, The Element which is how different kids are you need to just find out what that element is yeah like and right. you know, always yeah, in his yeah. element is a phrase we throw away but it's so yeah. on the money yeah and uh, well, um, I've, I've touched upon that before about the superpowers one of the best pieces of advice that I was given was you can't say if you've got a class of 10 kids and one comes in with a new haircut you can say oh I love your hair dude you know you had mm. a new haircut but he said then you've got to bear in mind that in that next hour you've got to find something about all 10 of those kids because it's yeah. not fair to, to make one person feel special yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the rest will feel super feel the opposite less. and yeah. for me getting to know a class I started applying that where each of them had their own There's little something. superpower they all had their own little private joke mm -hmm. with me and they, they'd listen into the other one's private jokes and laugh along and stuff like well you lot are mad but they all had their own little mm -hmm. connection with me. they all had their own superpower and I think that's such a good way to approach yeah. teaching I think there's so much that could be done at schools that needs to be improved. I mean, since I was at school, I don't know if it's since you were at school, this stuff had just got missed. Teachers didn't know yeah. what they yeah, were looking yeah, no, at. There's my, no there therapy applied from a young age to try and understand or help a child to understand how their own brain works. It could help them mm. so well. And, but I think mm, the main, sorry. something I heard recently, it was actually a comedian that said it, Rick, shout out Rick Glassman, who'll never watch this, I'm sure. <laughs> but if he does, manifested it. I'm going to say, yeah. like, he won't never watch it. He's going <laughs> right. to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Well, he's autistic and he explains his childhood as not really understanding his autism. He just realised he was put in different classes and put to different schools mm. and he'd just go to the toilet and he remembers a teacher in another class seeing him in the corridor and shouting, Ricky's on the loose. And it really oh, stuck no. to him. Because oh he was just thinking to himself, Release I'm just the going hounds. to the toilet. Yeah. I'm not doing anything wrong. Oh my God. But he had such good parenting, like the, the nurturing that he got at home. He was constantly told, you're a good kid. Mm -hmm. Don't you worry about it. You're a good kid. Well, we had the same and from problem. that, he could go to school, get this stuff, and it was like water off a duck's back. He could back. deal with it. And he mm. said he said one of the most amazing quotes that it's really unfair that we get we get established for us these labels before we have a chance of working out who they are ourselves, mm -hmm. who we are ourselves. Mm -hmm. So he says, you know, if you've got a strong family, a family situation, nurturing, and if you can go to school and it's might maybe not that great, it's not as gonna it's not gonna affect you as much as mm. someone that maybe is good that goes home and they're told that maybe they're the problem and that they need to work harder, which if you know if you're yeah. neurodivergent, it's not about working oh, harder. No, no. It's about finding that tool but that method that works for them. It's a big ask of parents to be that aware though. You know what I mean? Yeah. If the schools don't know, what chance have the parents got? And the parents education should just be also. Yeah. It should be, you know, we have neonatal nurses that look at why isn't this sort of like no understanding? Yeah. I feel like it could easily be carried on as like, we have homework. It could be a why not instead line. of homework, we talk about our feelings and we talk oh, about this and that? Oh, we teach the because parents. We're British, as well that's as why that. we're not going to talk about that. Sort of thing. Oh, <laughs> we need Lord, to get a lot no. more Americanized with our therapy, for sure. Some of okay. them are like, oh, I'm fine. I just it's really like, like to go. <laughs> sure, it's like in with anger, out with love. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> So if somebody was watching this and was stuck about where to turn for therapy, how did you kind of find uh, your therapist? Do you know what? This is something that's bothered me for ages because I was dead lucky. I had a recommendation from a friend okay. who'd been to therapy. So recommendations uh, re is a good way to uh, Yeah, go. definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not that it's unregulated or anything, but how do you pick, how do you know a good therapist is a good therapist? Yeah. Until you've had several sessions and then you're exactly. kind of in and you've spent money or you've, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a register for therapists and yeah. you can say do I want 
CBT, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, or do I want different types of therapy? Um, you can look for specialists, but it's I've I've been to um, a different type of therapy that was quite dreadful, and I think I feel like the person giving me therapy needs to be better at it than I am. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you should know more because I'm. I was like, no, this isn't right. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah, and so I was in that situation once, and so I don't know the answer. Mm. But personal recommendation is the number one good, thing. Good place to start. Ask him. Ask your mates. And yeah, actually, you might find out. Oh, I didn't realise you went to therapy. Oh, okay. Um, I I've asked my therapist. Isn't there a conflict of interest that you know you want people to keep turning up every week? <laughs> within, I'm just the, within the principles and the, the it's, you know it's almost like a psychotherapeutic yeah. oath that you feel yeah. you know and this is why we have supervision if your therapist isn't being supervised mm. regularly having mm. their you know on the, uploading their stuff mm. to them then because those things get picked up very easily by yeah, supervisors yeah. and stuff like that so it's, yeah. um, that's similar with my tutoring though because you know I'm hired sometimes to prepare for SATs mm. sometimes to talk about kind of managing emotions or a difficult scenario and when you let that that student go or you wrap wrap up the um the intervention it's a very bittersweet feeling because yeah. you you're going to miss them but you just feel so proud but that you've given them their wings yeah. and you're like you've you know, worked you're ready really to... hard with this person you've seen their development yeah and it, when you it's realize that your sessions are just turned into chats it's almost yeah. a little bit sad that it's you so sad you want a friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna yeah. miss this friend that's yeah. not what a therapeutic no. relationship is no. there is a difference between therapy and coaching and that that can be the halfway go-to sometimes because mm. we had mm. we featured said recently who is uh, qualified yeah totally you know I think there's, um, yeah, different needs for different... Yeah, definitely. And although coaching isn't therapy mm. as such, no. Sedge was one of the best therapists or the therapy kind of sessions I've ever been with. So, mm. um, but again, that was finding the right person that suited yeah. my brain. You might not need to delve straight in, right, really deep into the past. No. You might yeah. not need to do, well, maybe you need something, a good decision-making right now. And she's got a psychological background, psychology background. Understanding so she, mindset. Like, mm. it's, she's fantastic yeah, for everything yeah. like that. Having conversations with people you trust in a safe space yeah, is what it is, you know, just getting it out there and just that first step of just talking doesn't matter who it's just to, talking, yeah, 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 yeah. And it isn't always the obvious people, it isn't always your family, and it isn't always your teacher or whatever, it can be just your mates. Do you find that, um, do you overshare as an ADHD? Yes, 100%. <laughs> I'm that person. Oh, I'm like, the voice, some, now sometimes that little voice goes, Jim, shut up. Yeah, this is the thing. Shut yeah, so you're always watching it unfold. And like, yeah, like, it's that slow motion it. train wreck. Like, <laughs> what am I doing that for? I feel the need to like uh, get everybody on board, like on a shoot or something really quickly. And then I'll make some really bad, joke. Really bad inappropriate yeah. comment about my childhood or something like what are you doing yeah so understanding you can be a successful business in the position that you're at and you're <laughs> yeah. still walking away from conversations going, going oh, what did God. i say why oh, did i no. say that you just have to talk to my team <laughs> and they'll be like oh yeah and they're like they're like spotters they're like ready to jump in at any moment and <laughs> catch the clangor that he, what he meant to say was or like uh, jim i think you need to go now <laughs> that's steam. amazing i feel like that would get rid of my imposter syndrome so much if i had two people that just went just she walked, means this she means this. so much more business like yeah they've got it for me i don't have to use correct words i can yeah. say these people yeah he did not just pick his nose and eat it he didn't <laughs> oh no am i on camera yeah. they've got a full campaign of like press release that they need to sort this news out with 
Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I overshare massively. Uh, it's irrelevant as well. Sometimes I yeah. just all I'm trying to do is to say is because vulnerabilities that's slightly different. Yeah, being able to talk with somebody one on one who you know you you have a friendship with or a relationship with or something like that. Actually, that vulnerability deepens the relationship. I think. Yeah. I think it's really important. And actually, is I was reading a I don't know if you know the medium as a, a it's a a writer and bloggers platform. Yeah, I read the Brilliant, the media is fantastic. Yeah, There's a story on there about uh, um, vulnerability is the new sort of sexy time. Oh, yeah. yeah vulnerability is very hot. Fully yeah, right. Yeah. Tell me your deepest apparently. fears. If you could, if you <laughs> could, some, some amazing magic. If you could cry, that'd be great. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, yeah. Why, what is wrong with me? Why is that a, such a, why is that attractive when a man can actually... It's ugly crying. Cry. I don't know. Well, they call it ugly crying for a reason. Ugly crying. <laughs> That's in my only kind of crying. No, I think, <laughs> no but it... it, it the vulnerability is the opposite end of the spectrum to the toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. They, you know, I'm in control and I'm nothing bothers me. And yeah, you know, it's almost like why well, you enjoy like a candid shot, maybe more than a post definitely. Post yeah, shot. of course, hundred percent. They reveal more than the post shot would ever do. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Still got so much I want to ask. I'm basically being held hostage yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't leave. You can't see, but he's actually like, yeah, he's actually I'm tied to this chair. <laughs> <laughs> We're very persuasive when we want to be. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, well, to be honest, before I go on to the kind of, I wanted, there was something I wanted to cover in terms of when ADHD gets the better of you type thing. Yeah, yeah. But before we get onto that, just something we were just saying in the break was about the many hats ADHD people can wear. So, yeah. In one respect, it's a massive strength because you can jump from, you're just going feet first. Don't you? You're like, oh, I woke up one day, I'm going to be a teacher and I made myself yeah. a teacher. I'm going to be a writer, I made myself into a writer. I'm going to be a podcaster now. Look, I'm a podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> it, it manifests itself in my job because the director does so many, it touches so many different departments. Yeah. It's right. design, it's music, it's the acting, it's the camera shots and the tech. It's a lot of it's variety. a lot of variety within the job. And different directors have different strengths. You know, there are certain directors that are really great at special effects because they've done a lot and they get yeah. what's possible. Um, I get heavily involved in the music because I'm quite a musical person. So mm. I'm luckily I've got a composer who I can sit with and he doesn't get offended when I sort of go, oh, what if we just change that and do this? Yeah. You know, uh, he's very collaborative in that his nature. Process very really lucky important. to have him. Uh, because I do get, and I love, I get a massive kick out of, when he uses something that I've suggested, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. But it's because I can speak the language as well. Mm -hmm. And so having multiple interests just suits my job really well. And that's something for, for my young people that I really want to encourage is that there there are things out there that will suit your strengths. Mm -hmm. And a role like that where you're going from one thing to another can mm -hmm. keep you really engaged and, yeah. you know, like... That's the thing. Yeah, interested in what you're doing. Um, but then it can become a real, um, a real negative when people mm -hmm. can't hold a job down. And that is one yeah. of the one of the kind of ADHD traits and ways, the negative ways yeah. to, to... Hobbies as well, spending different amounts of money on different, oh, I want to do this now, I want to do this now. Yeah, and then you've got expensive. all those unfinished projects and all these different <laughs> oh, yeah. equipments. For st yeah. At the minute, I'm talking to Danny on Instagram about, um, she tagged me in something, it said ADHD business plan idea, like do, a, do an online site where you go and you put all your hobby stuff all in one go and you hobby swap. But I was like, mate, half the fun for me is the research yeah. and deciding what to buy and spending ridiculous yeah. amounts yeah. of money on all yeah. the equipment that Nerding I need. Out and, on it. Yeah. yeah, and then when I looked at the comments, quite a lot of ADHD people have put that saying like, <laughs> but yeah, we've just been having a chat about how much money goes on all these hobbies. Oh, I waste. <laughs> it's like an ADHD tax, isn't it? it? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is, yeah. Just this yeah. thing you buy, or there's several types of ADHD tax. There's yeah. the one where you've lost something 
and you buy it and you find it. Yeah. So you've now got seven of those items because yeah. every time you need it, you just buy it again. Like <laughs> tape measures is one of mine. I've got about 50 <laughs> tape measures because I can never bloody find it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and then the other thing about starting something and getting into something, going, yeah, I'm going to do that. The number of things that remain in their packaging because <laughs> yeah, it was a great like, idea on the day yeah, and you went oh I've got a thing I found mean. it on Amazon such a bad thing in yeah. some respects like I <laughs> can just hit a button I get yeah. bang it arrives tomorrow Amazon Prime get in yeah. and at that price how could I not <laughs> how could I not and I can buy three of them and yeah and then there's the ADHD tax of forgetting well either doing things like parking on double yellows because you last started at a bottom, oh, and then yeah. forgetting to pay fines and then yeah, yeah, you know yeah. all sorts of kind of from that just that lack of general organisation or being able to keep what you're doing next in mind yeah. can cause so much money. The parking thing is a good one because I used to tell myself this story that I was insanely lucky with parking. Yeah. Just that narrative, I'd sell it to myself, so I'd just park anywhere and, and then get a ticket now and again. But I'd go, on balance though, I'm quids in. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sure I'm up, I'll pay the 30 quid or whatever, but I'm sure I'm up on the deal. But actually, I'm probably not. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, That's I, so I just think I'm gifted in parking yeah. <laughs> gifted in rationalizing yeah, rationalizing. yeah just selling it to myself yeah. that's definitely the other thing isn't it we can talk ourselves into oh, and out of anything oh, 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 and can't trick ourselves so people yeah. say oh just tell yourself this I'm telling myself no. that while my other voice is yeah. going oh no. yeah oh yeah, yeah. that's, that's good, good luck with that yeah oh yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah so plenty and plenty and plenty of strengths but when ADHD gets the better of you then um on set or at work yeah, or you know yeah. these these there's lots of talks about reasonable adjustments what can your employer do to kind of make ADHD better and I think yeah this communication is so important because a people don't know what's going to support them they've yeah. just been told they're ADHD and b the employer is scared to death of this whole area that might end up in lots of money and court cases and well yeah they don't want unpredictability and yeah. things to go wrong um yeah, I, I again, it's about spotting patterns and being self-aware of how you are. Yeah, yeah. I was finding um, on the first morning of sh- shooting in any project, I would overheat. It's a lot of pressure, first day and all of that. In fact, yeah. every day for the first 10 minutes, just overheating. So yeah. I would take a towel in my bag mm. and try and dry off and or a spare shirt. Yeah. Because by lunchtime, I was drenched. Wow. It was horrible. I yeah. was just boiling. And, and that's an indicator you might not pick up on. No, no, yeah, but I knew, so, yeah. but because your brain uses a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And if you're masking or, or just processing and trying yeah. to keep ahead of things, it's very logistically difficult. Um, I'm very lucky and I've got a fantastic team around me who who take a lot of the tasks away from me that I would be bad at anyway. Delegation is really yeah. important. And I have uh, the writer, Rob McCollum, who writes the scripts for me, for all, all of us, um, is like my navigator. So he can go, okay, what's happened just before the scene is this, and just after the scene, this is where they're headed next. And I can, oh, context, brilliant. Can I have him in I my know. life? I think, I think he's... <laughs> when he, I finish, no, he's mine, but... <laughs> uh, you probably could have him, to be fair. You're saying uh, this, cheap. and you're he's about cheap. to say this. Oh, thank uh, yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Here's the context. It's like that, that, that footman that stands, used to stand by the Queen, and, and you know, a row tell of them people... the name instantly. It's Duncan Goodhue, Mum. He's a swimmer. Go, oh, and what do you do? You know, if, I want that guy, you know. <laughs> I've got that guy. I've got Rob McCollum. Yeah, so. um, <laughs> shout out Rob. Yeah, I'm going to train one of my voices to be more <laughs> more useful because mine's more likely like when someone walks up, they're like, "Oh, doesn't that person look like yeah. a toad?" Tell them, tell them, <laughs> tell them now. Like, no, don't tell, tell them. You know, call it's possibly them the most unhinged thing I've heard today. <laughs> you realise that? Don't train your nah. 
voice in your yeah. mind. <laughs> I'm going to train one of my voices in my mind to be on the ball and remind me where I was going. I'm almost impressed. I'm... <laughs> Update next week on how, yeah. that's going. how that's going. I need the voice that goes, sure, oh, yeah, now, yeah. stop talking. Or, yeah, the voice that controls the hand. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, dear. I'll do it through reinforcement, not punishment, because we've learned oh. that reinforcement works better. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 definitely. So we've got this scenario then, you're overheating, there's too yeah. much going on. Yeah. How do you... Overwhelmed, yeah. lots to process. Yeah. And what what we really, we, we had a chat about it with the team and they came up with the idea, would it help you if we just let you go and sit on set and sort yourself out quietly on your own? Yeah. Without every, while everyone's in makeup anyway. So would or, this be you know, before you were Before you to, were needed to mm. engage with the actors yeah. and engage with everything and just sit in the space. Climatizing. Uh, yeah, and work out the shots and just read the words off the page again, you know, um, and just to reform in your mind, what are we doing in the next hour? Yeah. Um, and also just because there wasn't anyone else around I didn't overheat as much yeah. and so just calm Settle. down and have a cold drink and just chill do you think we do live in too much of a fast pace do you oh. think that's par- partly what does cause our mental health issues like everything yeah. is so like now yeah, now, there's a now lot. and it's like there's a pace that people like to work at and there's no uh, I, I see it in my kids actually my boy gets overwhelmed sometimes and we when we were in Tokyo I was conscious that at the end of the day he yeah. just wants to sit on the, on the bed in his hotel room and just look at his and, and just yeah. plays games mm. And uh, and I, I used to wonder why I, was, I said you're always on your games, but then eventually I realised how useful they were to him. Self-soothing, brain self-soothing. Yeah, yeah. There were yeah. patterns, there were structures he understood. Yeah, they were you know they were distracting. The yeah. yeah, and and so um, I was a really sweet little story. This actually, he came to do some work experience on set, right? Yeah. And he's he, when he was uh, seventeen this year, um, and uh, he's very handy. He's happy to. We, there's a lot of tech in this series. It's about cybercrime, so you mm-hmm. might imagine. So lots of monitors to plug in and yeah, things like that. Yeah. He went crawling under the tables and he was plugging in monitors. He's having a whale of a time sorting out technical problems. Really yeah, clicked into his thing. The guy that was head, of, uh, one of the heads of art department, um, a guy called Adam had a friend at school who was autistic and knew right away is when Ray walked in and just thought, oh, okay. And hadn't been told, just worked yeah, it out. Yeah. And he built him a nest out of the empty boxes from the monitors. <laughs> he built him this big nest in the corner of the art department room that was like, you could sit in like a booth. It was like one of those photo booths with the curtain and he could sit That's in them and my boy could just sit quietly away from everybody. And How just go, lovely is that? And then play his game for yeah. half an hour and he was back on again. Have, it was so such a sweet. simple little thing that it you can great. offer an employee, but it will make the difference to that return you yeah. get as a business. Putting that person in a thriving situation. Is yeah. So, I, I, it's brilliant you just, got to experience. It was that. so lovely. I remember seeing Ray get overwhelmed because when I was so proud of him being there. So proud of my boy, uh, of yeah, both my kids. And it, when he came on, I kept introducing him to everyone. So the cast, like he's, he's been aware of it. He's, he's seen all the other seasons. He knows yeah. who everybody is. Yeah. And, and, and they've heard about him. So people want at a time the cast will come over and this is uh, Ben he plays Mark and blah 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 you know and then after about four or five of these he goes um, dad how many more of these are there and a bit of me like oh I'm doing that thing I'm just overwhelming you with new people every yeah, 10 seconds yeah, yeah. Oh, and I said I mean, we'd have to do it he said it uh, as he as did well. yeah, 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 yeah. he was able yeah. to Boy, that's you. He did. And then shows I went, your connection. let's go to the nest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Nest time. I'm, in, nest time. I'm constructing a nest in my house. Um, yeah, my you should. List. 
Well, that's why when they were Love little, that. they really enjoyed making forts, you know, yeah. putting a blanket yeah. over chairs. It's like, oh, this safe space. Yeah, it's definitely. Great. And that's why when it, when we had Kat on and she spoke about Esme and they'd spent all that money on different beds and then they'd finally got this big raw iron thing that she wouldn't break and she went straight underneath, underneath it, made it. a nest and slept underneath oh, it for years. My eldest, my eldest yeah. had a leg on stilts. So there was like three foot to the ceiling, not a lot of headroom, but underneath um, they put a curtain across and fairy lights and so they'd made their own sensory room that, yeah. themselves. It was brilliant. That. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, really this this book down here, this okay. is about taking a chance on creative. So is there yeah. any kind of like, would you like to do a shout out in a way to yeah. employers? And to, I don't know, to say yeah. about how how can we engage um, people that have got these brains? How can we get them into work and thrive? Well, the first thing to understand is that businesses need these brains yeah. on board. Um, I've got, I'm going to plug the TED Talk as well because it's about that. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah um, but, but businesses are frightened of risk, right? Yeah. And they yeah. see creativity as a risk okay they see they want predict, a surefire right? yeah. process yeah. they they want yeah pro, they get yeah. processes they understand that so so um i always sort of what you've got is two types of production company in the world you've got ones that grew up through the technology and ones that grew up through the writing and the creativity right, okay. and they smush in the middle somewhere but you know and the, they both learn from each other but the different types uh, can be described with a list of words. Like so, the technical one is like it's a process-driven thing. Yeah. Uh, we have software. We have special effects. We have equipment. We right, have a okay. van to put the equipment in. It's all very like a business. It feels solid. Yeah. I've got a van with my name on, so I'm trustworthy. It's really <laughs> odd. I know it's odd. It's it's crazy. And so businesses will give that. Uh, you know, corporations will give that business a budget to work with because they feel legit. Yeah. Okay. The other one is like the crazy-eyed creatives. You know, like the one in the basement. Did you ever watch Spaced? I do remember. Spaced. Do you know the guy in the basement, the artist? Yeah, the He's like, from... going, "What do you want?" He's yeah, nuts. Yeah, this yeah. crazy creative artist. <laughs> That's what a lot of people think creativity yeah. is, and um, corporations and are like, "I am not giving you thirty grand." No, just no. Yeah, because we're no. not even seen as trustworthy. No. We're going to do anything. No, yeah. that we, what are you going to do? You, 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 and the thing oh, about shame. creativity is you can't you can't tell the client what they're going to get until it's finished and the money is spent. Yeah, it's not really. quantifiable, is it's it? very you hard to necessarily forecast. You, you can do storyboards and pitches, but yeah. still the finished thing isn't going to be yeah. the exact same. So, um, and, and those words are, instead of process and all that, they are, um, they are creativity and unpredictability and opinionated. And okay. all of these yeah. corporations go, no, no, we're not having... I feel no. like this is where I'm, yeah. this is where I've been so you know, predictable. This one which able company wins all the awards? I'm easily going to... It's, it's, it's yeah. a creative one. Yeah. You don't, you don't win awards for just it being neat and tidy and what you expected. You yeah, win awards when it's like, oh my, nobody mm. was expecting that. It's better than we could have imagined. Oh, and that's, fun. and that's, you know... The power of I take in that with this <sighs> kind of production. Yeah, it relate. I, I, I forget the tech; it's not important. Yeah, it's it really important. isn't. It really yeah. isn't. Sorry, I digressed a little bit there, but no, I wanted to make, all, wanted to make that difference really that we need these incredible brains yeah. more than ever because businesses say they're innovative, but they're not. They're yeah. just iterative. They change a little bit every year because yeah. it's risky. Yeah, ooh, not too much. Ooh, easy. But what kind of brain came up with? Um, well, if I asked you what was the biggest hotel chain in the world, what would you say? Marriott, to Airbnb, and they don't own a single room. Oh, wow, yeah. Right? Who thought of that? Insane. Yeah, and it was insane That's at the true. beginning. I'm not going to go to a stranger's house and sleep in their bed. Ooh, no, you know. <laughs> yeah, but but now, now yeah. yeah. Similarly, Uber. You know, those ideas didn't come from Fantastic, a little yeah. bit different, like, oh, let's have a That's, different taxi firm. I yeah. had a conversation last night where somebody was saying about uh, Netflix offered their um, 
business to blockbusters to buy and blockbusters <laughs> said, said streaming no. there's no future in streaming no. it will never take off oh, and then no. and then the same lad that was telling me the story well, you're now a blockbuster yeah, <laughs> yeah the same guy that was telling me the story in america he said somewhere. about when he went to first get his first mobile phone and it was just a flip one and, and that's what he wanted to make his calls on and the guy was going no no you want a nokia for text messaging he was like why on earth would i want, I want text, text messaging he was like yeah. you know like, why would yeah. i want to write down what i want to say and he was yeah. like i'd have been the guy on dragon den that would have shut that down yeah. and and, you know, text messaging was that. But I thought that's, I suppose, in a way where you can get stuck in what's right for you yeah. or what would work for you. But it's a fear of risk as well. Yeah. It's, it's risk averse. So you don't want to take a chance because it's going to be a lot of you know, millions of dollars. And what if it doesn't work? Yeah. But that's, and that's the difference. But it is the, the ADHD brain, dare I say it, or the creative brain that takes, that, that takes the risks. Yeah. So. Do you find that this is why people maybe with ADHD find alternative ways of working? So not necessarily like nine to five. Maybe they're not as creativity might be one thing, but oh. they, they, it's just the idea of not having that same thing every day. That well, monotonous. Oh, don't I mean? Yeah, robot yeah. Where people go the environments are terrible. Mm -hmm. yeah. The um, time sheets and things like that. Yeah, um, you know, just you, you can, our expectations that just you, feel like unmanageable. Yeah. yeah, they are, and also this it creates paperwork, and we all know how much we hate the paperwork <laughs> yeah. because it ain't going to get done. Yeah, it just mm. isn't. It just isn't. Even that early morning start is what actually did me. So I waitressed mm. for years and years and years and had flexibility with my hours and not really any particularly. I did some cleaning mm. shifts, so I did have some early starts. But when I went first working into schools, that's when my mental health really started to unravel. Being forced to go to bed because I had to sleep because I had to get up. And then every single morning waking up exhausted regardless yeah. of yeah. what time I'd yeah. gone to bed because I was forced to wake up at this really early time yeah. and then for me going into alternative provision that's the way we support our students some of them we give them later start times and that's mm. how they supported me to make sure that I wanted to work so I think it's really important because when I was younger it was very much you're lazy get out of bed I am not lazy I will work till three in the morning, yeah. but I don't want to get up till 10 a.m. My brain well, that, doesn't kick in till that the time. the opposite of lazy. Well, it couldn't be fun. That's <laughs> what I sort of talk about. One thing they don't tell you when you get acquired is that there are these corporate systems you have to now undertake. We were a small yeah. business, 10 people, and I didn't care if you didn't come in on Tuesday morning because you wanted to do your shopping when it was quiet. Yeah, because I knew nice, yeah. that you might take a call on a Sunday afternoon about a thing that we're doing. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't so abuse the time you're here is yeah. way more valuable yeah. than yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't abuse that, but that we all know we yeah. can contact each other any time, day or night. Um, we work different people work best in the mornings and yeah. some don't and it's all fine you yeah. Know? yeah and even to yeah. be honest that's what something else that works for me in my work role because they know I really struggle with being late like really struggle I'm yeah. usually late more often than not yeah, but nobody too. stresses me out over it because they know I'll always stay I'm always working yeah, yeah, yeah. through my brain it's not you're not going to get the work done or anything yeah whereas in the past I've been penalised for stuff but not praised for, and you just think no. hold on a minute like you know you're picking up mm. on this one thing that's gone yeah, wrong that yeah. you know I struggle with and yet yeah. all these where I'm going over the expectations is yeah. not being when I'm here I get ten times more done than anyone else <laughs> yeah. why are you complaining yeah, about exactly. that an hour at the hour I'm not here in yeah. the morning it's it is very bizarre, and it's why I'm not going to go into politics, but I will stand for socialism. Which is like <laughs> I think though, this is why, um, for me and the ADHD, and I always say to people, if you can find what you're good at and a skill and then make it into a business or yeah, at least yeah. have some kind of interest and then pick your working hours and not work for somebody like yeah. as such, yeah, because yeah, I've yeah. never been able to find... A, well, my boss is now yeah. really good, but I think... 
It takes a while to yeah, find that person. Yeah, though. and it can be really hard working for the man, working mm. for the system. It can oh, be very hard, I think, on the I, ADHD. I, I think that's why I became a sort of ambassador for the creative industries because I realised yeah. that was the perfect place for Ooh. neurodiversity to thrive. And this is what, <laughs> like, what I was going to lead into, that if, you know, the tips and hints in this book and the guidance that this book gives is absolutely brilliant. I mean, you can see... I'm so chuffed. Um, how many... It, yeah, loads of notes and stuff. Notes I'm so, and pages folded. You're now president of the fan club. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but we have got, we're lucky enough that we've got copies of these to give away. Ooh. So we will going to be yeah. very yeah. lucky um, the, uh, viewers getting. The details will be on screen right now. because it I'll take it from here. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> you go for it. <laughs> this is if you want to work as a creative yes. and thrive and make a living without burning out and without um, being taken for granted. This one... <laughs> is for really the clients. This yeah. is for businesses Fantastic. that want to work with the creative community and right. don't want to be like the 800 pound gorilla in the room that says, I've seen this thing on YouTube, I want it like that, which is the last thing a creative wants to hear. Yeah. And it explains how you can you know, describe the problem, not what you want, what you think you want. Um, this is the book for clients. And that. so it's the yin and yang, freelancers and clients. That's it's so almost like, you need the yeah. blue one for you yourself the one and then for give the green one yeah. to your boss or whatever. That's it. And I sell more <laughs> copies that way, so that's good, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good idea. Great business model. So I know that no one, unless you are part of an organisation, if you want to convince your organisation yeah, to that's the other thing, isn't use it? these uh, videos in convince your... Convince the organisation. Oh, wow, so much better the than the... Yeah. Oh, bless you. Well, why not? Well, you know? um, the company that funds all of this is my my employers called No Before. Okay, yeah. K N O W B E dot com, and they um, part of what they offer is this training. Uh, there's a lot of traditional training on there, which is great. Yeah. I always say that the, the videos we do are entertainment first, yeah. so you will watch them. And you'll become a fan and you'll wonder why you're an expert in cybersecurity all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, that's you, won't know, you won't know why. But the other type of videos are very important. So I say that if I want to change the filter on my dishwasher, I don't need a drama. I want a guy called Bernard in Mansfield <laughs> who's taking it apart and goes, if you've got the deluxe model, you just unscrew this here. Yeah, that's what I want. You. Just yeah. tell me where yeah. it is. Yeah? yeah, and those are important. Both of those types of films are, are content is on the platform. That's really cool. Uh, yeah. So, but we were blessed to be making the stories that help change people's behaviour. If people want to watch your TED talk, yeah, what's the, what's the title of that? I'll put the link in the description. Oh, as well. um, it's called "Do You Hear the People Sing?" and it's um, nice. yeah, very cool. I know, right? <laughs> uh, and it's uh, if you Google uh, TEDx Lester Jim Shields, okay. you'll definitely find it. Or Jim awesome. Shields TEDx will also get you there. Very interesting that you can change it. Right. And uh, interestingly, my name is spelt wrong on this video. Just letting you know. How does that make you feel? I'm no, I'm, I can't let it go. I can't let it go. It's fine because I think um, that the, at the time there was a dyslexic member of staff. I didn't catch it because I don't do detail yeah. in that way. Um, and, and it got through. And it, and funny, then it, funny enough, so funny. when I was writing this, I was so concentrated on whether it was I, E, I, I, I missed the H out. <laughs> and I looked down, I'd written Jim Seals. I was like, I'm screwing it off. So it can happen to the best of us. But anyway, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's it's worth seeing for a bit of fun. It explains um, a lot about the why the books were written. So Fantastic. And have you got any plans for any um, events or anything? Because I know that you get on stage sometimes. I mean, in February, yeah, you had the open uh, mic. How did that go? Oh, that was that. brilliant. Yeah, oh, I didn't make it um, and I was gutted. We had a musical theatre open mic night. Wow. And it was on 15, I, I did I saw the advert. Yeah. Is it in Loughborough? Yeah. I, I yeah. It was Valentine's At the Cask Bar. Uh, and it was Valentine's night. 15 singers turned up. Love we had a wow. whole evening's entertainment. They did two or three songs each. It was spectacularly awesome. successful. Yeah. There will be another one. I don't have a date yet. But yeah, okay. I'll let you know. Yeah, we'll definitely. I'll definitely be. I love doing those. Yeah, definitely. And, um, 
Uh, and as far as the comedy is concerned, um, I will let you know about dates for that. But okay. I'm hoping to do Edinburgh. So I'm gonna. Wicked. That would be amazing. Gonna, if we gonna, come to the fringe, the, I'm gonna do the fringe. Oh, you should. You should definitely. Do I just find it so there. interesting that yesterday we had like a um, a pre-podcast meeting with another guest kind yeah. of thing, and he's into so many similar things. <laughs> we're into this, and you just end yeah. up thinking, yeah. "Oh my god!" Oh, like so this going on. whole kind you of. Understand how you can easily make community out of these people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He, he was like talking about Edinburgh comedy festival and stuff, wasn't he? So it's like between. I feel like between all these people that we're meeting, it's gonna really drive us to push ourselves because. To get on stage would yeah. really push me out of my comfort zone. So. Oh, no, can I do one? Can I do one little tiny shout out if we've got two? Please, of course. Yeah, yeah. I just want to. Um, recently, I had the pleasure of going to Nashville, Tennessee, to a creative event, Yeehaw, an innovation <laughs> summit. All of the creatives from the organisation that that I work with, that I work for, um, got together and had this event. And one morning, I ran a mental health group just to talk nice. it was a pre-breakfast thing so it's like you had to get up early and be there yeah, and that yeah, yeah. thought nobody would be there about four people and like 20 people turned up oh, and it was really a wonderful group and now i'm trying to organize monthly calls where we all just check in with each other oh, um and i just want to say guys you are special and we need you yeah this stuff doesn't make itself you guys are responsible for it um and uh you know my door is always open so that's really Very awesome. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Nashville peeps, that's amazing. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. They're from all over the world. They're from all over the place. Really? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Just it's Nashville just, that it's just that's where the meeting was. Wow. That, that we have, like, you know, in Germany and in, Lovely. you know, there are content creators all over the world. Shout so, out. Yeah, individuals Shout all out. around the world. So the Know Before yeah. uh, courseware um, uh, people, the content creators for Know Before, the best in the world. So. Fantastic. So do you want to ask the guest question? Yeah, I've not asked anyone no, this yeah. so I'm quite excited. Oh, no. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this. Oh, no. Everyone gets this same feeling, don't know. Oh, oh yeah. no. So we ask everyone. It doesn't have to be within your field related. It's just mm -hmm. a general question we give to everyone because I'm loving the answers we're getting. Okay. <laughs> if you could give any bit of advice to young you, young Jim. Oh, my God. <gasps> any bit. What a great question. Life, oh, my goodness. Oh. And there's a reason you're on the spot right now. Oh, by Google <laughs> stock. Um, <laughs> That is so strange because the lad yesterday said us, I'm not going to stay with him, but he said something so similar. Like, what the hell? Or Amazon, but I don't yeah. Now I want to see if this is a gender thing because oh. that would actually differentiate the women that we've had very similar answers from women, you know, believe yeah. in yourself. Oh, You've right, got yeah. this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. A very practical advice. And men are giving financial men. advice. Yeah. Practical, you could have made it. You could have made a fortune it. if you just, you know, bet on Amazon. Yeah. 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 Ignore Andrew Tate. Listen to the men at the end of these podcasts. Yeah. Please, they are. Get your sound financial I do have a, I do have a, a less financially based one, yeah. which is um, look um, consciously um, try and attach yourself to a good mentor because, and that might not be somebody you expect. It might not be a family member or somebody at work, but if you get out there and do things like you volunteer for the local theater and you, or you just go to groups and or learn to salsa dance, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you may meet somebody who has been around the block a few times and is a, good person to talk to. I've had some great mentors and they have saved me, there's yeah. no doubt. Fantastic. So. I fully agree. I feel like just from meeting you today, I feel like I have gained a mentor oh, myself. I've really know. enjoyed this and you've I'll been be so helpful. Oh, bless you. I don't know you can see there's all the equipment that's being used here. This podcast is possible today. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jones, so thank you so much. And yeah, I really, yeah. 
you're definitely that mentor to other people. It can't just be me, I'm sure, Lindsay. Oh, yeah, definitely. Say. It's almost like that kind of, you've created the person you needed when you were young and now yeah. you are that person. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm Which happy. I work with lots of creative companies. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, fantastic. Bring yeah, in. Yeah. Ah, I'm going to say this has yay. been a different podcast. Then. And we will see you on... I'm trying to set you up with the easiest... Ed- the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on. Oh, so this is in Utah. I don't understand what the, I don't understand what the cue is. The, the same channel, same day. Well, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I will see you on the next one. I will see you, I'll next, see you next, next episode. Time. Oh, next okay. episode. Okay. I was like, are you trying to get me to say the date? Because it's the 28th. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you on the 28th <laughs> live. We'll see you on the 28th live on a different human design. Yeah, yeah. good luck finding us. I don't know. <laughs> 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 okay guys thank you very much for thank watching you. thank you Jim you're welcome having thank you for having me house. it's been yeah. a joy it really yeah, it's has been great. it's been amazing awesome we'll see you next time guys bye and we're out <laughs> uh. <laughs> all I can hear in my head is it go why why is it like this study oh you're right. manage yeah <laughs> are you in I'm in oh god <laughs> the amount of different Is it like this? Instead of hate, it should be love, be invited You don't agree, then you're the problem that we're fighting Open up your mind, stand up, become righteous Why? Why is it like this? Instead of hate, it should be love, we invited You don't agree, then you're the problem that we're fighting Open up your mind, stand up, become righteous Righteous, 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 righteous